Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Hello and welcome to the Athletic Soccer Show. My name is Jack Collins and I'm joined by Chris Camerani today to talk all things USMNT ahead of that big game with the Netherlands at the weekend. Chris, you've just written a brilliant article on Christian Pulisic and his moment at this World Cup. Firstly, welcome to the show. It's a real pleasure to have you on here. And, and secondly, in terms of Pulisic, this does feel like he's he's taken the moment, taken this part of the spotlight and run with it in a tournament where people were maybe questioning if he was still the man for the USMNT. Yeah, I think you can make uh, an argument that he's played some of his best football for club or country to date at this tournament. Um, he's been tremendously effective. He looks nothing like the player that was struggling to get on the pitch for Chelsea and having... Uh, kind of some disappointing performances for the men's national team in the run-up to this World Cup. Uh, he's been their most dynamic player, um, their most one of their most confident players on the ball. He's the only player to notch a goal and assist in the team. Granted, they haven't scored many goals, but when they've scored goals, Christian's been involved. And he looks to be living up to the bill that I think a lot of people, as you mentioned, were kind of skeptical with in terms of, is this a player that can carry a men's national team on the world stage? And while the U.S. weren't in a tremendously difficult group, uh, the fact that he was able to star in those each of those three matches, well, two and a half, considering he went out injured in the second half against Iran, uh, it bodes well for the men's national team going into the knockout stages of Saturday. I, I think you're right. And although I would maybe question the fact that it wasn't that hard a group, I, I think this was a tricky group. And, and I think there was always going to be this element with this group. And maybe the, the England result against Iran throws this out of the window a little bit. But it felt like it was going to be a tight group. And games were going to be decided on individual moments of magic uh, and players stepping up to, to make things happen across the course of it. You know, there, there's a lot of good defences here. This Wales defence was, was relatively well liked ahead of the tournament. I think we could say the same for Iran under Carlos Queiroz. You know, they've been a defensively solid unit. And then there's England. And we've been looking at players who are going to step up and make the difference. And, and I think when you look at the back four of the US, that's been a major strength. Now you go into the knockout stages and I think that gets even bigger as a, as a kind of, okay, the person who scores the first goal or the team who scores the first goal have a major advantage in knockout football every time. And what Peter Sick has done here is he's put that weight back on his own shoulders and gone, don't worry, I'm here to make things happen. And I think you look at that assist, especially in the first game, you know, where he, he was so brilliant and so cognizant of the run coming through. They're the moments that can make you win knockout football matches. And that's why the US, I think, going into this game against the Dutch, have a, a really good opportunity here to go, yeah, there's nothing to lose and, and everything to gain. And, and interestingly enough, Jack, this will be the first team that they've played so far that actually wants to come out and play. I mean, England seemed like they were totally comfortable just sitting back and absorbing pressure and letting the US have 
you know, the predominant amount of possession. And Christian, as we know, had the best scoring chance in that game when he hit the post in the first half with that left-footed shot. Uh, But I am fascinated to see how the U.S. can match up against this Netherlands group. As you mentioned, they've, they've played above their potential. I think we had so many questions about this group coming in. They seem so disjointed in their last few friendlies. They hadn't played together a lot due to various injuries across the, the, you know, the, the usual starting 11 that a lot of people were wondering how this team would gel. But as you mentioned, they've given up one goal in three matches, and that was from the penalty spot to Gareth Bale. You know, they haven't allowed a goal through the run of play. And the midfield of Musa, McKenney, and Adams have been outstanding. Tim Way has yeah. been very good. And, uh, you know, I guess the, the one thing that we'll eventually – we might talk about now is, is Christian's availability against the Dutch. Um, he said earlier on today in a press conference that he's going to do everything he can to give it a go. Um, but anytime you have to come out of a match of that magnitude injured, um, you know, I, I think you would have, you would have had to dr- literally drag Christian off the pitch due to injury. And, and you yeah. could tell he just couldn't, he just couldn't go. I mean, he, he suffered an injury enough that sent him to the hospital and, you know, he had to watch the end of that match on his, on his phone in, in a hospital bed. So uh, I think Christian's availability for this match against the Dutch is going to be a huge factor but I guess I will also, you know, add a, add a caveat to that. And that is the, one of the deepest positions that the U.S. have. You know, Greg Berhalter has shown a tremendous amount of faith in Brendan Aronson, who has had a standout season with Leeds. And uh, maybe, just maybe, this will be a match where we can see Gio Reyna finally get involved. I think if you're talking about a team that, you know, Gio's skill set would match well against, it's a team that wants to come out and play and wants to play straight up and isn't going to necessarily demand the U S to go full tilt counter press the way they have in these first few matches. So it's, there are a lot of questions still to be had about 48 hours before this knockout stage match against the Netherlands. Yeah, I think this is it. And, and obviously everyone is going to be hoping that, you know, Pusik pulls through this and, and and obviously his first post from that hostel bed was, I'll be there, don't you worry. Um, right. And then obviously you get the kind of realism hitting, I suppose, where people are like, all right, let's maybe not make any false promises to people by this point. But I, I think kind of running on from that, one of, one of the things that interested me going into this tournament was not only what Pulisic felt like to, to the rest of the world, but also to what he kind of stood out as to the rest of this USMNT group and, and to the rest of this squad, because obviously there have been periods in this it, within this group where he's been wearing the captain's armband. That's now been you know, voted to go to Tyler Adams in, in the way that we saw that was given to him at the start of the tournament. And, and I wondered if that pressure of, of not necessarily wearing the armband or, or wearing the armband and being the chief creative threat at times gave him a, a moment he was like, oh, maybe I'll have to do everything myself. And actually, I think one of the best things about his performances at this tournament are, yes, he stepped up in those key moments, but also there's that element of he doesn't feel like he's carrying the can on his own. And, and that kind of assimilation within what has been a really, really kind of a changing attacking trident and with the midfield behind him has been one of the key things, I think, of, of these good performances for the USMNT at the tournament. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think so much of that was actually addressed going into this tournament by players like Christian and his teammates like Weston McKinney and even Greg Berhalter. They said that Christian is at his best when he understands that he doesn't have to press and put everything on his own shoulders. And I couldn't agree more. You can tell that throughout these first two and a half matches, Christian is not trying to take three defenders on. He is making the right pass at the right time and making the correct runs in behind. 
and not necessarily giving the ball away by trying to play hero ball. He is playing within the system that Greg Berhalter has set up for this men's national team, and it's proven that it works and it fits to Pulisic's skill set. And I think if you asked him now, that's a huge reason why he's thriving so far, is that he's finally learned that you know, when, even even on this world stage, that he doesn't have to do it all himself. And we've seen that the, the players around him have had more than capable tournaments. I mean, I think you would be hard-pressed to single out a single American so far who's had a sub-bar tournament. And that's a very, you know, positive thing for these guys going into yeah. the weekend. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. I, I think it's also interesting, and you talked about the system there, the, the way that it's set up in order to allow him to flourish. And I, I love when Pulisic cuts inside, when he starts to, to sort of attack that a diagonal of the box. And, and that relationship that he seems to have with Anthony Robinson, who's been phenomenal, I think, in, in pretty much every game. Getting outside and, and the way that we see him bomb forward. I mean, I watch him every single week at Fulham and, and I have the, 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 the joy of seeing him bomb down and attack that byline and, and get to the, the far end and, and try and swing crosses in. But I think that system suits the way that Pulisic plays because it gives him that freedom and opportunity in attacking phases to duck inside. And perhaps that's something we haven't really seen at Chelsea because, you know, the way that, that Potter has them set up, the way that Suga had them set up, didn't really rely on flying wingbacks, if you will. Chilwell, yes, to a point, but with the injuries he's had and and the way that the team's been shuffled around, I don't think he's got the best at Pulisic. And, and so Bahalta deserves some credit here, I think, for devising a system which does allow him to get into those positions where I think he thrives in best. And he's playing alongside players that, frankly, are stepping up um, individually at the right time as well. I mean, I agree his partnership with Robinson has been phenomenal. But you could even look on the other side. Tim Way and Sergio Dest have been threats routinely throughout this mm -hmm. tournament. When Christian is cutting inside, as you mentioned, he's not a player that is going to necessarily always want to look for a shot. He's not going to be looking to curl it to the far post. He's going to look for Anthony to overlap on that left side, or he's going to be looking for Josh Shardy to combine or looking for a late charging run by Weston McKinney. I think the fact that you, the U S has its quote unquote star player playing for not to sound cliche, he's playing for the team. He's not playing for himself. He's always yeah. making the right read so far. Um, how that fares against a Dutch team that, will be way more uh, happy to see guys like Serginho Dest and Anthony Robinson bomb forward that can rightly punish the U.S. if they don't get back. I don't know how that's going to play out, but it makes for – it's going to be a hell of a match. I really do. I, I, think, I think a lot of people think that the U.S. have a shot against the Dutch, and I do as well. But going back to what we were saying earlier, a lot of it right now, and for me, depends on Christian's availability on Saturday. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think if you, you're looking to cause an upset at a World Cup, you need your star players to be fit, healthy and and well and, and firing on all cylinders. And I think we saw today with, with Belgium and the way that Romelu Lukaku didn't potentially, you know, coming in out of form and then missed a few big chances, it can affect you not having that kind of momentum going into a game. So it would be huge to to see if Pulisic missed, that, missed out. I think there'll be a, a major, major issue. Although, as you say, the depth chart is good in those areas. Just a final question, Chris, and, and I thought this was really interesting in the article about the way that Christian was necessarily seen by the rest of the world. And you were talking to Landon Donovan about this and the way that the world kind of was looking to Pulisic, especially after the season he's had at Chelsea, to be like, all right, have you got it or not? Well, and you can, you know, pile onto that, the demands that come with being the star of a national team leading into a World Cup stretches far beyond what you're dealing with within the team. Um, you're dealing with demands of, you know, 
family members asking for tickets. You're, de- you're dealing with demands of commercials and interviews and everything that piles onto this. And, um, you know, talking to Landon, who's lived in those shoes before, he talked about the reality of it doesn't, it, it's not that it doesn't matter what you do at, a, at the club level, but from a national team's perspective, it only matters what you do when you're at the World Cup. And unfortunately for Christian, he lived the experience of 2017 when the U.S. failed to qualify. And you can tell just how much that meant to him and how heartbreaking that was for him. But right now, he's living up to the bill. And I think he's proving a lot of people wrong. And not that he's out there doing that, you know, putting uh, the the chip on his shoulder, so to speak. But you can tell that he is in a groove unlike he's really ever been in, especially for the men's national team. And um, who knows if, if he can go, you know, Saturday, if he can start, that's great. Even if he can be a 60th minute sub, if he can provide some sort of spark, if you can be, you know, nodded with the Dutch or within striking range late, I still think, I don't think there's a way that he doesn't play at all. Jack, I don't, I, I just wonder like what his capabilities are going into this game on Saturday. Yeah, the last thing you want is is a half fit Pulisic start in the game and and not being able to to see it through because those things have gone wrong in the past for various teams. So uh, I completely agree. Uh, whether he's used as an impact sub or from the start, uh, we shall see. But I think he's going to have a say no matter what happens on Saturday. Chris, thank you so much uh, for joining me on the Athletic Soccer Show. Um, and if you want to read Chris's article, head over to the Athletic website where you can find it. It's called Christian Pulisic is rising to the moment in his first World Cup. Thank you so much for listening as ever. We will see you very shortly.